Happy Halloween to you all. Do you like a good scare? What's your go-to scary movie? I am not a guy who likes uh, horror movies. Not my thing. I have been in situations you could find in a horror movie, you know, up at the cottage by myself. It's dark out, quiet. You can hear every little sound. You can see little eyes, little beady eyes out in the darkness. That doesn't really bother me. Scary movies, though, they are not my thing. I might be the inverse uh, for a lot of people. Uh, there are a lot of people who like uh, scary movies, uh, especially, you know, right now. While some uh, can't handle the feelings of fear that horror induces, others kind of really uh, can't get enough. I've got friends who love horror movies. Uh, makes you wonder, what is it about being scared that appeals to people? Steve Jorins is a psychology professor at the University of Toronto Scarborough, joins us now to talk about this. Uh, really appreciate the time today. Great to be with you, Devin. So what is it about being scared that appeals to people? Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing to notice is is we we like flirting with fear. So, you know, nobody likes real fear. The real fear that, um, you know, your life could be coming to an end, that, that is scary in the in the worst sense. But we like the idea of kind of feeling a little bit of that fear in safe sort of context, like a movie theater or, or our living room, someplace where we can be drawn into the fear for a moment, but then we can quickly retreat back to safety and, and just literally taste it a little bit. That seems to be what most people enjoy. Not everyone likes it. Do we know why some do and why some don't? Yeah, well, well we know that there's of an interesting role it plays in terms of bonding kids so you know often our stereotype would be a group of teenagers or whatnot going to a movie theater watching a scary movie and, and a really interesting thing happens in that situation which is when we're together with someone and we share an emotional state um, our bodies literally release a neurotransmitter, neurotransmitter called oxytocin which creates a bond of trust between those people you know think of soldiers who've been through horrible emotional situations together and how their bond can last for decades. Same kind of thing in a movie theater. You go in there, you all get scared together for a moment. Then you look at each other and you all laugh at because you all got scared for a silly reason. Um, and those emotion, that little emotional roller coaster, I mean, heck, we could actually talk about real roller coasters, but that emotional roller coaster that you go on um, really creates a bond. And, the, and these, these kids leave the theater feeling more like friends than they did going in. Uh, and so that's sort of the role that often in your relationships. It's interesting you mentioned roller coasters because I do like roller coasters, but I don't like uh, horror movies. Yeah, well, okay. So maybe that's your, you know, whereas me, I, I like to ride my motorcycle, but I don't like roller coasters. I need to have handlebars. <laughs> but I don't, mind, I don't mind a hint of fear. I don't mind a hint of, you know, riding in, in that way, but I want to have that sense of control. So I think we are all a little different in terms of, you know, how we like to have that taste of fear. Almost sounds like there's a bit of, uh, maybe it, it is a version like a dopamine where people really kind of get into it, get that kind of rush. Yeah, and, and, you know, the funny thing about the dopamine thing is it's often the thrill of the chase more than the actual event itself. So the, the dopamine would even play a role in terms of, you know, standing in line for that roller coaster and, and waiting to get on it. And while you're in that line, you would feel that excitement. Um, so often that's the dopamine It kind of... Um, comes before the the reward. We used to think it came with the reward, but it's kind of the chase of the reward um, that really kind of makes us feel so good. Can the enjoyment of one type of fear help you with the one where you maybe you don't get it or you don't have as much control? Or is it sort of like people? some people like cilantro and others just really don't? <laughs> 
Well, you know, that's interesting. I don't know if we have a research answer to that. Um, I, I could say, you know, if I'm just sort of armchairing that it's probably good to get a little comfortable. Like I think most of us, if we, if we learn the feeling of the anxiety response, that sort of fight flight response that, that fear invokes and other things invoked, if we got good at detecting that and recognizing that, then we would probably become better self-managers, self-care people, where we would actually notice, you know, not so much the fear of the movie, but if, but if you're just going to work and you realize, wow, I have that same feeling. And then maybe you start to realize, oh, I'm anxious about my boss or I'm anxious about whatever. And, and that could, you know, prompt you to make some changes that could help you manage that anxiety. So theoretically, yeah, we'd have to get you in the lab and test your theory though. <laughs> It's interesting when you think about fear in general, though. I mean, no one wants to be scared or feel fear, no. but the, the feeling is an important one. Like, you should be scared in situations, right? Like, having no fear is almost more yeah. scary in a way. Yeah, no, no. We have parts of our brain called the amygdala, and their job is just to scan every bit of input for threat. And when they detect threat, they kick in this so-called fight-flight response, which pumps a bunch of oxygen-rich blood to our muscles. And literally, as it's described, it makes it ready for us to fight that threat or to flee it. And we have way more strength, way more energy than we normally would, thanks to the fear and and the fight-flight thing, it, it kicks off. So, yeah, absolutely. If we didn't have that, you know, we would look down the road at a car coming and not not respond appropriately and probably die, you know, pretty young. <laughs> so So it does keep us alive. It does play a vital role. And it can be fun to flirt with now and then. For someone you know, such as, you know, who kind of studies a lot of this, you know, to still learn new parts of the brain and how we think and act uh, must be really interesting. Yeah, it, it is, and especially because the brain science has kind of moved from identifying just individual bits and what those bits do, and it's much more at a systems level now, kind of understanding how all of these parts dance together to produce you know, the emotional states they produce or the thought patterns they produce. So it, it is a very interesting science for sure. Is the the bonding similar for other types of movies, you know, like thriller, like thrilling movies or romantic that you get the same kind of hit from fear or is it a little bit different, do you think? Well, it, it's certainly the, the key to creating that bond state is just to simply be with somebody and be in the emotional state. There's something really powerful about looking somebody else in the eye and, and knowing from their body language and stuff, they are feeling exactly what I'm feeling. So if it's a rom-com and you're, and you're out there, um, then you can have that same experience as well. If you're, if you're feeling the same feelings, laughing at the same things, enjoying the same parts, fear is a little stronger. You know, fear is a little more, more of a powerful emotional state, but literally any emotional state can create that. So, you know, during the pandemic, for example, I was recommending families play, uh, do karaoke together. Um, you know, that kind of thing where you're laughing and singing together, et cetera, creates, again, that bond and strengthens that bond. So, yeah, any, any emotional experience, really. Quite interesting. Steve, I really appreciate, appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day. Happy Halloween, everyone. That's uh, Steve Jordans, a psychology professor at the University of Toronto Scarborough. Uh, the whole idea of, um, you know, the... The bonding kind of makes sense. It's uh, It makes a whole lot of sense in terms of why some people like that, but I guess it could, could apply to other movies, as we were saying, but that whole bonding experience uh, does, make a, does make a lot of sense.